Hello. Welcome to the podcast, Process Theology, which explains how it is that everything is in the process of becoming, even God, and you are the means by which God does so. You are significant. My name is Daniel, and I am the host of of this podcast. In the last podcast, we concluded the series dealing with prophecy. And it may have given the impression that process theology is pluralistic in nature. Pluralistic meaning that all religions are of equal value. And this is not what process theology is all about, nor is it what process theology says. Process theology, panentheism, if you will, symbiotic panentheism, process reality, is not of religion and doesn't advocate for one religion over another. But wait a minute. You may say, while you talk so often about God, And that is true. But it is not religious. And how can that be? What process theology, process reality, panentheism, what they do is change the very concept of God. They move the concept of God from being a simple belief to being a fact supported by science, supported by philosophy, supported by religions. And those three are the means by which We understand reality. Science through observation, religion through faith, and philosophy through rational dialectics. So what was that all about then in our last podcast where we talked about Jews being able to worship in mosques and Muslims being able to worship in Hindu temples and Christians being able to worship in Jewish synagogues? What that was all about is the very understanding that we have to be tolerant of each other's 
religions, of each other's perceptions, of each other's culture and history. And that is what process theology attempts to do. Process theology does not say one religion is better than another. Nor does it say one religion is worse than another. What it does is it changes the concept of God from being a simple faith-based concept to being a scientific, rational, faith-based concept. By doing that, it provides a foundation for all religions, a common foundation. And by doing that, it provides a common foundation for ourselves as a species and as individuals. And what is that foundation? The foundation is that God is the creator of the physical universe. And that can be shown to be factual by scientific observations, as we talked about before, regarding science observing the universe having an age factor involved with it. Because you can't have age, as we said before, unless you have a beginning. And we also talked about science speculating regarding the shape of the universe. And you can't have shape without an outside. And we talked about philosophy speculating in terms of rational dialectics regarding the fact that the universe is based upon cause and effect. And if the universe is cause and effect based, then one can go back on the causes of each effect until one gets to first cause. Now, what lies outside the universe and what first cause is, is what created, initiated the universe. Well, that means our concept of God changes because it is now shown to be beyond a reasonable doubt a form of existence which initiated, caused, 
surrounds the universe. Well, in this particular podcast, we are going to go into more depth regarding the very meaning and the very change of the concept of God. God, in terms of process reality, is higher consciousness, is thought, is knowing. And it, it does not indicate what particular items are known, other than it indicates that this higher consciousness is a summation. And as such, the summation knows as a totality all that exists. Well, that changes our understanding of God because now God becomes a verb, not a noun, not a thing, not a person, not a place. God is knowing. And God knows all that is known, because God is the summation of known. And we, you and I, well, we have knowing. And we know some, quote, stuff, unquote. And that is what makes us understand that we are made in the image of God because God is knowing and we have a spark of knowing within us. Now, I grant you that spark may be very small relative to the size of total knowing, but that's not the point. The point is, we have knowing. Animals, such as deer, they react to their environment. They're aware of their environment, but they don't have knowing. They don't know they are hungry. They're just hungry, and so, therefore, they go out and find something to eat. Well, we do the same thing, but we go to a higher level of understanding in that we know we are hungry, and we know what it means to be hungry. And we've talked about this before. 
The concepts of prophecy have led us to understand that we can change the future in terms of how much trauma takes place. We can affect the humor. We can affect prophecies. And we've also seen in our discussions that what we know, knowledge, is never totally eradicated. And we carry it with us after the demise of our body. We take it back to the place from which we came. And that is what is located outside the universe. So we act as a means of transit for this information. And we experience differently than sparks of knowing that are located outside the universe. Because the sparks that are located outside the universe, they can do something that the sparks inside the universe cannot. And that is the sparks outside the universe have no physical means for sensory experiencing. It is only when the spark enters the physical universe and moves into a physical biobot that we call the human body that that spark is able to see, literally see, hear, literally hear, smell, taste, and touch the physical. And each of us experiences this physical uniquely. And we accumulate these physical experiences which are each unique and we summarize them as a life experience. So each spark of the divine brings back when it crosses the border separating the physical universe from the non-physical. Each spark that crosses that border brings something that has never before existed in all of the myriad numbers of sparks experiencing the physical universe. Well, that means the summation of knowledge has increased. But although it has increased, 
That summation of knowledge is not what God is. It's what God knows. And God, being knowing the verb, God, being thought, God being higher consciousness, now has added and can go through an expanded library of experiences. We have a function. We affect what God knows. Now, what is scary about that is that we have free will and we can use free will to adjust, to direct our actions. Now, a lot of religions say, <sighs> Predestination is all there is. But it's not predestination is all there is. It is that predestination and free will exist simultaneously together. When you come into the universe and you enter this biobot, a human body, yes, predestination is all around us. If we jump off a wall, we are going to land on the ground. That is predestined. But whether you jump or not is not predestined. So we, using free will, can affect the total summation of knowledge God has. We increase God's knowledge. To put it another way, God is in the process of becoming. You by using us as a tool to do so. That is a major change in our understanding of God. And you need to think about how you are going to use your free will to impact God. For not only does God know what you did, but the other sparks of the divine, the other sparks of knowing, are also privileged to that. And it goes far deeper than in terms of what you did. 
The knowing of what you did involves knowing how it affected everybody down the line, directly or indirectly. And you will never be able to escape that. Now, some say Christianity says you can be forgiven. Well, that makes a lot of sense. With Christ coming down and suffering for our sins, that means God is forgiving you. But it doesn't mean that everybody else, every little piece of consciousness, will necessarily forgive you. And with that thought, I'm going to leave you for the week to give you time to think about what we have just discussed. Peace. Thank you for joining me today. In the meantime, remember to stand strong, stand tall against the forces in society that want to reduce you to mere flesh and blood in order to dominate you and subjugate you, when in fact you have a spark of the divine within you. And it is that spark of the divine which is made in the image of God. You are made in the image of God. You must have significance. And in fact, you must be significant. How could it be otherwise? This is Daniel signing off. Peace.